Welcome to Movie Time Machine, where each episode we take a movie from the past and we're living in the present. This week, we travel back to 1992 and revisit Sense of a Woman, starring Al Pacino and Chris O'Donnell, and directed by Martin Brest. I'm your Time Machine host, Chad, and surrounded with me, my Time Machine co-host, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hey, I'm James, and I am currently watching um, The Good Place. Uh, it's actually really, really funny, and I gotta be honest, Kristen Bell? Whew. Hey, this is Chris. Um, I've been doing this for some time now. Currently, I am, uh, I haven't started it, but I'm really excited to begin season three of Atypical. I really love season one and season two of that on Netflix. Uh, season three just came out today, so that's something that I'm really looking forward to starting, hopefully in the next couple of days. What's that on? That's on Netflix. Netflix. Yep. Hey, this is Jamie. My wife is six months pregnant, so I've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> Chad. Oh, oh, I thought it was like <laughs> 16 and pregnant or something like that. No. Nope. I was thinking it was like Lamaze breathing on meditation Hulu. She just really wants cake. That's fair. That's fair. My cake wife, or my, death. My uh, wife wants to eat it cake, too. Please. <laughs> uh, this is Chad, and lately I've been watching. What have I been watching that isn't Ozark and Watchmen? What do you go to bed to? Uh, Other than Daily Show? (laughs) Yay! (laughs) All right, let's uh, go into the movie Scent of a Woman. And Chris, why don't you let us know what this movie is about, then we'll get into some box office numbers, and we'll talk about what came out in the year 1992. We're going to go around the table and give you thoughts on the film Scent of a Woman, then we're going to do our top three Al Pacino movies. We're going to do an aggregated list and create our top five for a movie time machine. Go ahead, Chris. All right. Thank you, Chad. So we're going to go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about the premise for Scent of a Woman. This is coming from IMDb. A prep school student needing money agrees to babysit a blind man, but the job is not at all what he anticipated. Um, all right. So box office for Scent of a Woman. The budget was $31 million estimated. Opening weekend, it made three hundred fifty-seven, four hundred sixty-eight thousand. Fucking serious? Yeah, three hundred fifty-seven thousand, four hundred sixty-eight. Holy shit! Yeah. What was the month? It came out. Uh, it's a Christmas movie. It came out like December twenty-third. So they were planning it for to be an Oscar movie. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's why. That's exactly yeah. why. Um, looking at gross domestic, uh, sixty-three million, and looking at. Uh, Worldwide gross, $134 million. So top grossing movies is Batman Returns. The best, second best Batman. Oh, oh my. Number two okay, we is will Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Number three, second uh, best Home Lethal Alone. Weapon 3. Number four, Sister Act. Number five, Aladdin's World. Or I'm sorry, uh, number five, <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> I've never no. heard of that movie. <laughs> number five, Aladdin. Number six, Wayne's World. Sorry, got ahead of myself. Uh... I'm gonna see where is this within it. Question: Like, can, like, where is a few good men? Where is a league of their own? So, a few good men are is number fourteen on the list. I'll allow it. Where's Unforgiven? Which won Best Picture, right? Yeah, or Best Director at least. It it won Best Picture. A League of Their Own is eight. 
And how about Last of the Mohicans? That was also out that year. I know that movie is probably not that great of a movie, but I love You're it. You're talking about Army of Darkness, aren't More you? importantly, Mighty Ducks what? 31. Army of Darkness. No, I'm talking about Last of the Mohicans. Oh, I was going to say Army of Darkness was also out in 92. <laughs> I, I know, like, in retrospect, that film probably has lots of problems, but... All right, God, so, it's a great love story. So, Last of the Mohicans was number 17. And an awesome song. What beat Last of the Mohicans was clearly the um, the very, very well done White Men Can't Jump. Dude, White Men oh, Can't Jump. You've never seen it? No. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Um, Unforgiven, number 18. That's another movie I got to watch. Okay, Chris. Good. You, I'm just really sad. You're. Favorite movie of all time isn't in this situation. It's the Mighty Ducks also came out in '92. I quack, know it quack, did. It quack, was thirty-one. Quack, 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 quack. quack. Yeah, it was thirty-one on this list. Don't worry, I saw. Oh, that's such a great. Gordon last... Bombay, but Bob... Mighty Ducks, Miracle Man. Oh, Miracle Man. When was the last time you watched Mighty Ducks? Uh, a few years last ago. Last year. Was anybody else surprised? Like all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, he got a DUI," and like now he his 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 criminal offense. Like, oh, you're a bad like person. A... You need to coach this. Right, Wisconsin is team. Like, Wisconsin's uh, laughing their asses off. <laughs> More importantly, we I thought that we all the time because they can't get pulled over. Right, <laughs> we do this in lawnmowers. I thought you were gonna ask, like, are is anybody else surprised at how well it held up? Because it does, doesn't it? Great movie. You know, it was really cool. I watched this as a movies in a park a few years ago, and when it got to like the quack, the quack, like I think it was at uh, Harriet Band Shelter, everybody was like going quack, quack, quack. Crack. It was so cool. It was a great Go movie. Ducks. Anyway. Any other film favorites that year? I the uh Oh my god. I do not own Wayne's a World. gun. Yeah, let Wayne's enough, World. Let it own enough feelings, to necessitate. Like feelings about Wayne's World. Like, How about three like? ninjas. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm posing it amongst the Wayne's World. Good? Bad? Like? Not I like love it. Wayne's World. Yeah. Loved it. Uh actually I own the VHS. Because I got it in a Happy Meal at McDonald's, I swear to God. That's fucking classic. That, yeah, and like awesome. there was like four options, and Sister Act was probably the other one. And I'm like, oh, Wayne's World, and it was the <laughs> best thing ever. Yeah. That was, I feel like that was like a, uh, what am I like? I'm in mean, like junior high, probably like seventh grade. So when was the last grade? time you watched that? Now when was the last Wait, time? It was on TV not too long ago. Because like, like over the summer. So when did you say you watched it last? Like this or, was last or the first time? The first time. The first time I would. I was in like junior high school. It's like anybody else. Eighth grade, ninth grade. I think last grade. year, maybe. No, 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 no. Like the first time first you watched time. it. Oh, the first time. Yeah, high school. Well, like it was hilarious, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, high school. So you guys knew what hand jobs were? Because I think at the first time I watched it was like fifth grade and just laughed. <laughs> and then and then I would quote it in middle school right. with a lot right. of questions. <laughs> but, oh my god, it was uh, yeah. Uh, no, but that movie still holds up. It's still really really funny. Uh, actually, so one thing I just came across with 92 was Lawnmower Man, which was probably one of the first movies with CGI. I love that movie. That's right. I think that's, that's a kind of interesting written movie, yep. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool movie. Otherwise, um, the second animated movie that year besides Aladdin with Robin Williams was Fern Gully. How about Ladybugs with Jonathan Brandiston? <laughs> All right, let's Danger move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Feelings on Last of the Mohicans? Never seen it. I love it. And the score was yeah, amazing. Yeah, that is Daniel Day-Lewis is great. Who did yeah. the score? Pearl Jam? <laughs> 
I, I used to have the uh, soundtrack on cassette. I used to have that, yeah. Listen to it all the time. But for real, like <laughs> for those of us who haven't seen it, who who did the score? Uh, so Randy Eldman composed it. Uh, close. Yeah, we were all very very close <laughs> with that one. Uh, no, it was very very good one. Uh, Trevor Jones also did that one. Trevor Jones. Yeah, yeah. You know. All right, let's talk about Scent of a Woman. James, you picked this film. Uh, why don't you give us a reason why you picked this? Then we'll go around the table and we'll give some thoughts on the movie. I really enjoy this film. Um, it's kind of one of those, uh, everybody likes Dead Poet Society. It just seems like one of those movies that uh, it's an enjoyable film. There, There isn't really any controversy with it until I watched it in 2019. Uh, now I find a lot of controversy <laughs> in it. But uh, the first time I watched it, I remember uh, I was at my grandpa's house and uh, we were just visiting and I was going through. He was uh, a movie guy. And so there was several VHSs and I kind of went down the line and like tipped them over one by one of what movies I always wanted to see and never had seen. Uh, and this was kind of in the mix. And so I'm like, I went through one and watched like North by Northwest and loved it. And it's now probably one of my favorite films. And then I went through another and then another and then eventually came across this one. Uh, and I, again, just an inspiring movie at the time and very, um, just i don't know for me very fun and very much when i watched it in the 90s it made a lot of sense and i uh, i just thought it was fun like it always has this ending where you're pumped up at the end regardless of thinking about it so again watching it now i might have a couple different opinions but i really enjoyed it so uh i happy you guys i think uh, half if not all had not seen it yeah this is the first time i've watched this film yeah did you watch it again after directly? No, but uh, oh, okay. Jamie, you want to give us some thoughts on the film? I can give you some quick thoughts. I will confess right now that I only made it an hour into the movie, not for lack of interest, just for a busy, busy work week. Um, so I will return to it. But so I got to Thanksgiving dinner. That's as far as I was able to make it. Mm. But so far, I'm I'm very curious to see where it's going because <laughs> right now it's I, I'm intrigued. Um, I'm very interested. Uh. What caught you from the beginning, like of this movie? So I mean the um, prep school thing. I I can relate to it. Going to an all boys school. Um, spoiler alert: that was me uh, <laughs> for high school. And so I I guess on that level, that's why like James, like you said, Dead Poets that grabs me right away. And it seemed like it was a pe- a prep school time like the 90s movies the early 90s yeah when did school ties come out that see that was another one that i was thinking of too and i'm like that was around the same time uh not the year but yeah it was just it seemed like it was a prep school time yeah i think you're i think you're right and it's um i it's weird because it feels I, Chad and I disagree with this. It doesn't feel 90s to me. It feels like late 80s because all of the actors in it, like Chris O'Donnell, Phil Seymour Hoffman, they're, they still seem really young, like really young, like not, you know, Chris O'Donnell, he'll be Batman, and I th- but I think that's like eight years. Oh, will he, from will this, he be Batman? Or, you're right. He will not. He will be Robin. Yeah, there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, mean, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't I don't either. Uh, <laughs> Actually, School Ties came out in 92, the same year. So Oh, which is actually like, why would Chris O'Donnell sign on to the same role twice? Right. Maybe he had a lot of private boy school things to work through. Much like yourself. <laughs> yeah, much like myself. So no, I'm just I'm curious to see where it goes. It's like right now, it's 
Al Pacino being a dick to everybody, which is like kind of fun and interesting. And I want to know why he's got, there's a reason he's so angry. So I'm excited to find out why. Chad. I had a hard time with this movie. I mean, again, you, you said there's some differences like from when your, your emotions tied to it from the first time you watched the film Correct. versus watching the second time. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I have, I'm gonna say I have a bias against movies that have to deal with any kind of like all boys prep school, there's lots of privilege going on here. I'm just like, fuck these guys. Like, I mean, just like, I don't, I don't care about any of these like characters at the beginning of the film. And I think Chris I O'Donnell's on scholarship though. He is on, wait, that's, that's, that's kind of the part I do like where and he is on scholarship. School he, ties. He, Brenner Fraser, like he was the odd man out. Like he knew about cars. You greaser. I know it. That's <laughs> the thing. You hate well, the socials. That, that's why the, like, yeah, he does come and kind of come from like this working class family. He was raised by like, his uh, father left, and he's like raised by like his mom and his stepfather, and I did kind of like that storyline, and I just didn't understand a lot of the connections between him and like these prep school kids, and like why you haven't seen this, but like towards the end, like I don't understand like why the connection of why, why you, you want to just like fucking rat him out, why you protect him, why would you protect yeah. him, and I didn't get that, and um, because he. Spoiler! Spoiler! Everybody knows this. Yeah. Well, I, well hey, when you get to that point, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, right, right. You should. Why not? Hey, you should have watched it. I mean, you know, <laughs> you got a job to do. It's a podcast. No, but I can relate on that level too. I get a similar feeling watching Gilmore Girls because my wife said I've just seen it by association. It's a good show. It's really well written, but you know, a lot of the Rory Gilmore problems are like. You are fine, you yeah. know, like cry me a river. Why did you yeah. have to preface with? I saw it by yeah, association. Were... <laughs> I watched it on my own, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's, I really like Gilmore it, Girls. Gilmore Girls it's, is yeah. well written. Okay, for Gilmore Girls, Amy uh, Sherman Palladino. She, yeah, she's got like three names. Here, uh, here's why, though, James. Here's why. Because but it, I like it. It's the only show though I can't second screen because it's so well written. Like I, I have to watch. I can't do anything else. I was just talking to my wife. I was like, "Hey, this winter we should probably start this again." And she's like, "No." <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, no. But I agree. It's it's fantastic. And also, my favorite thing is like, I want to watch it again so I can try to like tally like the references I know, like because there's so much yeah, going on yeah. in the dialogue. It's so cool. No, it's very well made and written show. I mean, there were parts of the of uh, Sense of a Woman that I did like. I. I like the idea of like um, the uh, dynamic between uh, I can't remember the character's name right now, but Chris O'Donnell's character and like Frank, Colonel Frank, and just like yeah. just this little adventure that came along with it. But some of like the the character comments from Colonel Frank just I don't have hasn't aged as well. But beyond that, mm-hmm. like one kind of question I want answered like towards the end of the film, like why. Like the whole like kind of like trial thing at the school, like I don't understand like the incident with like the the schoolmaster, how that ties into like this big kind of like the climax of the movie. Yeah, I that did not like it just didn't mesh for me. Like I don't understand like why would it be on that scale or be held like why would that be held in front of like all like these students of this school because some 
kind of like minor prank. Jamie, you got something? Yeah, that? having yeah. not seen this, I think I do have an answer though. <laughs> <laughs> I think visionary. He's a visionary. <laughs> well, no, because I think no, because he went to an they prefer yeah. a boy school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you just said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I. But because I think that scene, it happened in front of everybody, and he does seem like, you know, a pretty low self esteem vain guy. So he's got to yeah. punish them in front of everybody, like the, you know, crime fits the. I, I was embarrassed in front of the school. So I would say that's maybe why. Again, having not seen the ending, that's my theory. It's actually really awesome considering he. Did. <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, man, I didn't even think wow. about that. Wow, that's awesome. Well, then there's that. Then there's like the whole thing with like uh, you know Pacino's character coming in and like defending, defending him, and this whole thing with like he's not a snitch. Oh yeah, I, it just. Well, that just fits with uh, Pacino's gangster character in general. He's like, he's like, you know what this movie's missing? I'm gonna set down go. This movie's missing a heist. Can't get past that. <laughs> but we got to get a snitch involved. Yeah, and the, the part was like for me, like where I feel like it feels like a '90s movie. There's just something about the score of this film. It just kind of like creeps up, then it's, then it kind of fades out, then it creeps in. It's like another like. You know, some kind of emotional scene between like some of the main characters film and it kinda fades away. And like as soon as you get to another emotional moment, the same score kinda creeps in. I feel like there's just like one track of like there's only like one score. It's about like three minutes long. Three minutes long, it's kinda fades in and out throughout the film. We're gonna look Google that. Well, I was gonna say I I was gonna comment on who it was because I had a guess. And I think it was Danny Elfman. No, One hundred percent. I want that to be your answer for like every like ah, film 100%. score. One hundred percent. You'll get it right. Half it's, the time. it's also going to be. Um, I've been doing this a while. <laughs> no, I felt like it was uh, Thomas Newman. In it, and it was Thomas Newman doing it. And Damn. but it's one of those movies where I agree. Like so yeah. now Rob watching Thomas? Uh, Rob Thomas Newman. Yes, the lead singer of Santana. Oh, no, it was uh, who was Rob Thomas the singer for uh, Matchbox 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 Twenty. Yeah, Matchbox yeah. I was like Matchbox Twenty. Twenty. Because uh, when I used to work overnights at the Walmart in uh, Bloomington, the one of the vendor guys that would come in the morning, you'd always call me Matchbox Twenty <laughs> because he looked like Rob Thomas. <laughs> but yeah, hey, what's up, Matchbox Twenty? I'm like, hey. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but anyhow, that's hilarious. <laughs> I agree. Uh, the score actually, I feel like watching it a second time around now, it it was depicting the movie. So you're not wrong about like the same like three bars in different keys. It was definitely. I mean, but can we say that about any movie almost? Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm second guessing myself because I think about like movies like Stand by Me and Star Wars. Watching. Star Wars. I was kidding, and they have a crusher (laughs) score. I just wanted to get you hyped a little bit. No, but it made me think about Stand by Me because, like, Stand by Me is like a film that's like it. It kind of does the same thing where, like, that they do like a different version of that song that kind of like flows in and out of that film. Mm -hmm. But I think for that that movie, it's more powerful, I guess. But it's, I I just I I've had multiple conversations with Jamie about this that there's something about 90s films and like the score and just how, like how it's like placed in the film and i have no idea maybe this is just in my own head but there's something about 90s films and the way like the score matches like the movie like this film 
And it's like in contact too. Like there's just something about how it's presented in those films that are that's very like that it's, makes it like a '90s film. I, I have no idea. And like, I yeah, I do remember you brought yeah. this up to me, and I, I know I know what you're saying, and I agree too with '90s films. I just I diverge with you in feeling like this is a 90s film yeah. i don't know this still yeah. feels like a late 80s film to me because i guess i don't have that like my 90s context is like bill clinton is president and everything else that follows i don't know even though it's 92 it just i don't know does it, this it, feel like this takes place before or after goodfellas oh that's a good question i feel like uh well, before, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, sorry, that was an I, obvious answer. Well, I know, like, I, <laughs> like or, or concurrently, <laughs> my well, bad. But, but there is a line, you know, where he references President Bush, like, you know, yeah. oh, you're all trying to be President yeah. Bush. So, I mean, I guess that anchors it with the last two years of his presidency. Which Bush? The senior. Just kidding. The one who can eat pretzels correctly. <laughs> oh yes, there we go. <laughs> Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Oh my god. <laughs> Is it from Jarhead? Jarhead. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, 90s music cues. Yeah, so I, I kind of want to ask, so like, I feel like you had like a an emotional connection with this film, because you, you mentioned like, you know, like your, your grandfather and mm-hmm. like going through like his, his movies and yeah. picking these out and versus like watching it today. Do you want to just go more into like... Today? What, like... My now, ch- what, what my change would be? Yeah. It was interesting watching the movie, and I guess I was watching it with different things that Al Pacino was saying, and like how cavalier he was with the word pussy, and <laughs> right. um, even even just talking about like it was and like to bring, for me it was like 1992. He's like he's trying to like convince us how much he loves women, and he's just like oh, in their legs. And, and in between, between them, like the passport to heaven. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's just things like that. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, this guy should be a poet. When I but was in a way, it's middle like, school, right? Now I'm like, <laughs> right, right. What is he <laughs> yeah. saying? I guess there's a way too. You can look at it. It's kind of tragic because like you kind of find out towards the end that he hasn't really had that. I guess you can are pick absolutely not. Like he's just always um, inspired to that. Like yeah, it's like he, there's never one yeah. time in the movie where he's like. My ex-wife, my girl, right. the girl right. I lost, yeah. the one that right. got away. No, right. it's always just every other person that has been part of his life slightly, like his brother's wife. Yeah. Just like he really appreciates all these nice women or women in general. Yeah. But he, yeah, you're right. But he's never had the, a chance to have one, be with one, truly respect one, it seems like. Yeah. I... Based on that too, I got some similar feelings just in the post Me Too or current Me Too world that we're in. But what I did enjoy though, on a comedic level, was that like where I stopped that Thanksgiving dinner where he's just making his family uncomfortable, telling a threesome story, which I think everyone who has like the SNL character drunk uncle can relate to. Right. Like, I really thinking, everyone who's had a threesome. Right. Hey, I had the best idea. Make East meet West, West and build a golden bridge. I'm like, right. Jamie, oh my 
<laughs> so like I did not know that the hua was from this film. So it's like is it th- this this film alone is like what has drawn up that that Pacino like prototype what, character like if it wants to be That's what's been fun about this podcast yeah. is like you, like watching things and never seeing them before. Uh, you're also like like Blues Brothers I brought up yeah. I'm like oh maybe this is from other movies and you're like who and you're like oh that's from Scary Movie 3 like I'm like, <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs> yeah I, I had no idea going yeah. into this well that's wild too seeing a bunch of Pacino films that this is the movie that got him his Oscar that's I, you know like I'm not saying he's bad in it or whatever but it, it, like it's not Michael Corleone so is it, it, it's it's that end scene that, that basically gets him the Oscar do you think? But is it? Think? I don't know. I, that's my question. I I'm sorry. Like I went through the Pacino movies. Like I started going down the list of like all this, and it's actually alarming. I thought there was a lot more. I would yeah. think like yeah. Pacino's been through like a hundred movies, and it was more like forty nine right. or something like that. Right. Which I mean, good for him for picking his roles and doing what he does. Uh, and he's very good at what he does. But I was going through them, thinking to myself, I'm like. Okay, which one is better than this? Like, which one is a well-acted? Not, like, the movie in general. I enjoyed a lot of his movies. But as far as the performance, I don't know. I feel like this probably was on par for that, personally. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, an Oscar-worthy performance? Compared to his other ones, yeah. Other one? But then again, I've never seen Godfathers. <gasps> I say fathers <gasps> because I've never seen any. Clutches, pearls. I I mean... Let's go, I around, the Let's get... go around the room. Chris, have you seen... Godfathers? 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 Godfathers. Have you seen Godfathers? No. How about Godfathers Part Have you two? ever been a Godfather? How about, have you been to a Godfather? Yes. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your favorite part about the Godfathers? Uh, was the taco pizza. <laughs> Absolutely. And their dessert pizza? So good. The buffet? That was the buffet. Jamie, you seen Godfathers? Um, am I the only one who's seen the Godfather? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I've also never yeah. seen Scarface. Clarify which yeah. ones. Or one and else? two. I've seen one and two. Okay. Right. Yeah. Skip three. Mean, it's in my queue. Those to the list. I, well, we will. Scarface is like three so. hours be... though. With kid. Yeah. How yeah. do you do that? Scarface yeah, is probably... worth. It's worth it though. Yeah. Even like the Irishman's a... coming out, and that's like. Th- isn't that over three hours? It's like three and a half no. hours. Really? Yeah. I know this is a I'm podcast about a certain like movie, but is three... it worth it? <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> Oh yeah, we James. Get, sorry, maybe we just need to we podcast battles. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 Choose your fighter. <laughs> All right, I think we said a lot about how we feel about the film. Why don't we go around the table and we're gonna list our top three Al Pacino movies? And I'm gonna keep a score on our films listed, and I'm gonna aggregate. It's for you, James. Appreciate our top that. five films after we're all done. So. How about we go this way? Okay. Am I going three to one all at once? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll start with an honorable mention. Um, my honorable mention is Insomnia. It was uh, a Christopher Nolan movie with uh, Pacino, Robin Williams, and uh, there's there's a third actor in there. But um, super good. It's a mystery set in Alaska. Um, I don't want to reveal too much. Al Pacino's a cop, and an accident happens, and he's kind of forced to deal with the consequences. And it's uh, it's really good, especially with Nolan. Um, I feel like it's almost one that gets missed. So I recommend Insomnia. When did that movie come out? Ooh, I 
That I actually don't know. I want to say it was like a 99, 97. It was early. It was directly after Memento. Yeah. But it was before Nolan was a, like, huge. It was Nolan's first movie. Um, The following. um, The following. And then Memento, I have to say. Insomnia was 2002. Okay. Okay. I was going to guess it might be later because I remember driving to see Memento, so it had to be later. (laughs) At Landmark? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) I was really excited to drive downtown Minneapolis. In not downtown Minneapolis. Uptown. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch those one ways. Um, so then three uh, would be Godfather Part 2. I went back and forth um, between this one and the first one. I uh, I don't know. I think, well, I won't say anymore. I'm the only one who's seen it. We can talk about my reasons why when we've all seen The Godfather. Okay, yeah. So Godfather Part Fair. 2. I like it. For Thank three. You. Yep. Uh, two is Heat. Um, I just, I love that movie. For all the reasons. And number one is Godfather. All the reasons being Val Kilmer. Got it. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's... I feel like Heat is like a movie I need to see. No, like, you do I really actually. Do. That, that spend... could be one we should do. There's like a yeah. couple podcasts. I know like Rewatchables yeah. just did one on that. Yeah. That's one going like some of the other podcasts. Cinematography in that movie is fantastic. I was going to say, yeah. that would be a really fun um, podcast battle. Would be uh, Best Val Kilmer movie. <laughs> oh, that's a good podcast. Be, uh, that'd be super true romance. Fun. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's clearly Gay Perry from <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Did anybody see the Snowman? The no. with, with Fastbender. No. With Fastbender, right? Yeah. I was like, am I thinking of the right movie? Was yeah. Al Kilmer in that? He's in it. His lines are dubbed because he had throat cancer or throat surgery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so funny. That's why he wears like the scarf now yep. all the time. Yep. Just like him. Yeah, man. That movie's forever. terrible. Don't watch it. Chris. All right, so gonna throw this out there, complete cop out. Like there are very few Pacino movies that I've seen, so I feel like I just need to go with the two that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. And then just pick a third. So, uh, number one, Donnie Brasco. It's in my queue. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Like it's a good movie. Um, Number number one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, based on what I've seen. <laughs> like, I'm going to just continue to make sure, like, Jamie, you went 3-2-1, right? Yeah, I went 3-2-1. Yeah, that's what I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm whatever. number one because... Hey, it's your list. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever. I was going to be guess. I was like, yeah. that's an, that's an no. amazing guess. Yeah. Um, number two is Ocean's 13, again, because I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because because I like the bright movie. colors and sounds of the casino. Yeah. I'm picking oceans. In <laughs> number three, again, just because I feel like this is one that I should see, and like I like just know like so the, this is the, more of like an honorable. Movie. Yeah, like this is like just such pop culture reference. Just Scarface. <laughs> Boo this man! Like honorable mentions. Yeah, list so, for Pacino. That's all I got. Uh, for me, I'll go third place. I'm gonna go sign of a woman. I it just it has a place in my heart. I I get it. Uh, Have you watched it recently? Yes, I, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> and also, like uh, it, it is. It's awkward and hard to watch on some scenes because you do think of what Jamie suggested with the Me Too movement, or I'm just saying trying to think of it like what was like oh he's trying to be so heartfelt towards people and women, and it's just really just him being this like really gross old dude like and it just maybe it doesn't hold up anymore it maybe it doesn't but um for the time it just seemed like it worked in the movie and so yeah. when we're watching yeah. the movie i just feel like 
I try to do myself. Uh, I try to put myself in a place of like you know, like when like watching Philadelphia. Put myself in 1994 or whenever that came out. Like, oh, okay. So how was everybody feeling about AIDS and um, homosexuality back then? Like, I just try to get myself back there to be like, okay, because watching it now and thinking how everybody is. Hmm, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Like, what was everybody crying about? Like, I don't know. So just for me in that, I just, I feel like it was a, I, I just really enjoyed that movie. And also with my, like I said, I watched it uh, when I was at my grandpa's house, just going through his collection. So uh, my second one, uh, I don't know if anybody will have this or remember this. I'm If somebody else has this, I would really appreciate it. That'd be great. Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah. That was one of my yes. honorable mentions. I yeah. scratched it for Insomnia. Oh, but. okay. Like, and uh, God, I just, I love the movie in general. Um, it, but yeah, I think his role in it, he was just so much fun in it. it I, he doesn't play anything any different than his other characters as a whole, in my opinion. He, like, he's played quite a few, but I just thought it was fun and I really enjoyed him in that movie. That was just kind of me. Uh, number one, Donnie Brasco, I oh, think, oh, uh, wow. was my favorite. Uh, forget about it. Or <laughs> or as, you know, oh, forget about it. But Chris, maybe just forget about it. Too, right? Because I saw it. Okay, <laughs> right. That's oh, right. yes, because he saw okay. it. I also really liked um, him in uh, Devil's Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, uh, refresh my memory with Donnie Brasco. That was based Johnny on Depp. A, a true story. Too, right? It was based yeah. on true story. Yeah. Uh, Depp was the other leading character in yeah. that one, but uh, yeah, no, I just Donnie Brasco is just I don't know. I think it was, I think it's just a very good film. Um, I'm not sure who directed it or what was going on after that, but I think Depp and him complement each other very, very well. That was yeah. also like Depp in his heyday. Like that was like Before him. Yeah, fucking batshit crazy. He was yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. that was him when he was like still like choosing really good movies to be in. Depp was you know, probably the first like, person to be like, I'm no fucking cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you mean the movie for which Scorsese won his Oscar? Again, uh, yeah. Oh, I just we can go on forever grown. for that. Oh, my God. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> we could do, uh, we could do a, uh, oh, I can't wait. Unforgiven so fight podcast. Yeah. Uh, Scorsese versus Chad. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, continue. Hey. Wait, Next, three. you're gonna tell me you hated the town. Hmm? I haven't seen the town. Oh, the town's God. a good movie. Okay, wait three. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that, Chad. So my number three is Donnie Brasco. Um, my number two. Why? Why Donnie Brasco was number three? What was your number two? My number two is Scarface. Ugh. Seriously? Seriously. Why Scarface? Why was Scarface even on your top three? Because it's awesome. No, 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 no. There's a cool... There's a cool scene? No, it's a cool story. Like, just kind of like his, like, rise... There's like... I'm sorry, they're both based on true stories. Which one's the better story? Wait, 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 wait. I would say Brasco is a better story because it's more... That story's more modern than Scarface. Okay. I believe. All right. Right. But I feel like I'm just talking about like the, I'm all about like emotion I think and one... feeling like when I watch film though, that, that kind of, that trumps everything. And I feel like the, the emotion and feeling I got like the first time I watched Scarface versus Donnie Brasco, Scarface 
impacted me more than watching Donnie Brasco. We've talked about this before. What's the age? So you watched Scarface when? I I saw Scarface. You don't remember. It, it's been a while. Because you were been, on Coke. Right. So <laughs> when was Donnie Brasco? I, I haven't seen Donnie Brasco since I saw it in the theater. Because you and... were. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I saw Donnie Brasco at the Shattuck Theater in Berkeley. It's very so, specifically. Yeah. Specifically, specific. Authority, master of psychology. <laughs> oh my god! So no, three is uh, Donnie Brasco. Um, my number two is Scarface, and my number one is <laughs> my number one is Dog Day Afternoon. Is my favorite Pacino film. That's the one it's, where he was holding up like a bank. It's like bank robbery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Like that movie was great. Yeah. It's, I, that is up there in probably like, like top 25. I think watching movies. that movie in like, uh, er, in the probably late 2000s, I was just thinking of, holy cow, that was some production quality, uh, quality for like 70, like eight. What was that? I think it's like mid. I think it's like seventy two. It's like earlier seventy. Even even crazier. But that's like a yeah. that's like a that that movie came out in like a time of like like there was like a movie revolution going on there like too. Like Attica. Like what is Attica. it? Yeah. The Prison Riot. Like yeah, Attica that's Prison Riot. And... One of five John Cazale movies that he's in. Is that right? His partner is in. Yeah, yeah, Godfather, Godfather Two, Dog Day Afternoon, and he's in the deer hunter i believe he's every movie he's been in has been nominated for the best picture film that year that's the weird john cazale fact before he passed away he was in like five or six movies all of them nominated for best picture yeah, and, and i know the afternoon was, was like a movie like when i watched it like i remember renting that from the library on vhs i watched it and when i was over i watched it again 75 yeah yes I got to revisit that one. I haven't, I think I got that from the library too. Maybe. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's just a brilliant movie. And like, there's, I feel like, for, I feel like the, the zeitgeist or like popular, like opinion of Pacino and movies is like, kind of like this badass kind of like gangster, like profile for the most part. And I just, I just kind of, his, it's kind of a different character in this. Like you kind of empathize him. He's not like the most brilliant person in this film but there's you really i feel like you empathize more with his character in this film versus his other movies that he's in versus i feel like he kind of plays like this badass i, I probably empathize with this character like number two in sense of war <laughs> i want i hate you just out of curiosity so um what did uh so the director of that was uh sydney lament Sorry, cut this for a second. Like 12 Angry Men, Sidney Lumet? Well, I think that's right. Hold on, I'm trying to find the movie you guys were talking about that you liked. And yeah, that, 12 Angry Men. And there was like nothing until... <laughs> yeah, Dog Day Afternoon had... Dog Day Afternoon, that's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> well, with Dog Day Afternoon, nothing really came from Sydney till like... Before the devil knows you're dead. Like, when was the last time you seen him in headlines or anything? I I watched Twelve Angry Men. I think this year. Yeah, Twelve Angry Men this year. It's Henry like a Fonda. courtroom drama one, right? Like, 
Yeah, that's oh, the... What was the year? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that, I think that one was a 50s movie. Um, Interesting, because Before the Devil Knows Your Dead is 2007. <laughs> How's he doing? I think he's dead, James. Shh. You shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, lymphoma. Lymphoma. <laughs> Poor guy. Chris, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, 57, 12 Angry Just Men. Lymphoma. <laughs> And that's one of the older black and white 50s movies that I, I would say still really holds up. No, I appreciate that. I was just, uh, I knew the name. Yeah. And I wanted to, I was trying to figure out what it, what it was I knew him from. And it was definitely from, from When the Devil Knows He's Dead. I love that movie. I own it. I bought it after it came out. And it's crazy to think that he was involved in a movie in the 50s. So... Yeah. Oh, he did Serpico, too. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but all that makes me think of is the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode. Or <laughs> 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 Charlie. Is Serpico? Serpico? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I even know how to... <laughs> is that right, different so from Pepe our... Sylvia? What's that? Is that a different person than Pepe Sylvia? I believe so. Okay. Uh, just for the record... Um, he never once talked about this, and I understand why. This dude, uh, Son of a Woman guy, yeah, uh, Martin Brest, did directed that. Gigli. Yeah, Ooh. but he also directed Beverly Hills Cop. That is what it, I was going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chad, thank you. Uh, yes, he, he had some low times. He had some high times. And then... <laughs> Before we get into our aggregate <laughs> list of uh, Al Pacino films, like the length of this film, the length, yeah, of *Sense of a Woman*, like running time, yeah. I will argue. Is it too long? What? This is a fun game. What is too long? I don't know. I'm just that's the question. Yes or no? Anything over two hours is too okay, long. Okay, while you machinate, I would that, agree. What's that? I would agree. Anything over two hours I, is too yeah, long. Yeah, anything over two hours yeah. is too long. But yeah. most movies we're movie. going to score is over yeah. two hours. So what's your scoring level? I thought it was too long, but... What about the girth? The, the scoring girth? level is the it's too level? long? What? Yeah, what's the girth of it? Stop. <laughs> okay, here's our movie time machine list. He's so sorry. number five is Heat. Number four, Scarface. Number three, The Godfather. Number two, Dog Day Afternoon. Number one, Donnie Brasco. All right. And that concludes this extra complicated episode of Movie Time Machine. If you made it this far, go to Apple iTunes. If you made it this far, congratulations. Circle to square. Uh, please go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, give us the five-star rating because that's the only one that counts. Find us on Twitter at Movie Machine Pod. Thank you and good night. Okay.